This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody, my name is Doug, and I love movies. It's Tuesday, June twenty second, two thousand ten, and you just heard a cover of the uh, normal "I Love Movies" Doug loves movies theme song uh, by Hard and Firm. That was a cover performed by the band Motion City Soundtrack, and you guys had trouble with the clapping on that because. <laughs> Because it's totally, they totally change it up. And uh, I'd like to bring out the man who uh, helped to make that happen, the drummer for Motion City Soundtrack. Please welcome Tony Thaxton, everybody. <laughs> Tony. Get out here, Tony. There you are. Go ahead and sit down on the last one there. And uh, 
Say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so you're in this band, Motion City Soundtrack, which is an awesome band. You should check out their uh, most recent release. is called My Dinosaur Life, and it's available on iTunes and wherever you get music. Correct. And, uh, and Tony, uh, y- we met through Twitter. Uh, yeah, we met at, the, at uh, Bob Hope Airport first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you came up to me at the airport, and you're like, hey, you're a comedian, I come see you at UCB, I'm yes. in a band. I'm like, you're in a band, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, but then we uh, conversed through Twitter, because we were both going to Vegas, and you were like, hey, I've got an extra pass for the, uh, what was that thing called? Uh, the Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah, the CES. And uh, he's like, I got. And Tony's like, I got an extra pass, and and my band's gonna play. And I'm like, oh, I'll come by and get the pass and see the thing and and see your band. And I saw your band play, and you played like an acoustic show. Yes, kind in, of in 3D. It, yeah, it was in 3D <laughs> at the Consumer Electronics Show. I was like, oh my god, that band's like right in front of us. <laughs> Twice, it's like 3D. We really did have 3D glasses on. It was crazy. <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, so that was cool that you got me in there, but I saw your band, and I thought, oh, those guys are cool. They're a totally cool, mellow band. And then a few weeks later, I got to see you at the House of Blues, and you guys totally uh, actually rock it out and don't play acoustic all the time. So It's true. It's true. Great story, Doug. <laughs> but thanks, Tony, for getting the rest of the band to, to do that. I know that the guys live all over the, the country, maybe even the world, so they can't be here tonight. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's actually on their way here, but they're going to be here in like a couple of hours, so no one else. Yeah, they're going to uh, get here too late. So yeah. you're the band member that gets all the all the glory from having done that. And listen at the end of the show because the, you'll hear the uh, outro music is also by Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, let's <laughs> contain your excitement, please. Yeah. No, you. But you know, you got you got a lot of fans. So I'm I'm gonna I welcome them to the podcast, and now they have to listen to everyone. <laughs> They've been indoctrinated. Um, I've got a little business to take care of before we bring out. You can see there's two other chairs out here. That means there's two other guests. I just want to say that I had a great time at the Helium Comedy Club in Philly last weekend. The Thursday night show was like sixty percent podcast listeners, which I, I almost busted out a Leonard Malton game. Uh, <laughs> for the audience but I thought the other 40% would be like what the fuck is this we came to hear about weed so so I pledged to that that audience that very night that I'm going to do a live Doug Loves Movies in Philadelphia someday and when I say someday I mean it the way that uh, John Lithgow meant it when he pledged to me (laughs) that he would come on my show someday still waiting John Lithgow like Harry banished to the woods Let's go! <laughs> so, Toy Story 3D uh, came out, and it's number one. And I just want to say quickly before bringing the guests out that somebody should, and maybe they already have. Do you think they have? Tony made a uh, somebody should make a porn version of Toy Story, and Buzz and Woody can be a vibrator and a dildo <laughs> made of wood. That that would. No one would want to play with them. That would be really sad. You don't have to say anything, Tony. <laughs> I got. I phrased it like I was asking you a question, and then I just made a dumb joke, and then let's move on. Please welcome, in addition to Tony Thaxton from Motion City Music. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Twitter. That's name. the Twitter Motion. name, Motion City Music. 
uh, please welcome the biggest guests we've ever had and the smallest guests we've ever had. Steve Agee and Ellen Page are here, you guys. Hello. Awesome. That's all right. I'll take it from here, Doug. Now, you're Steve, correct? Yes. <laughs> Hi, Ellen. Say something to everybody so that they know your voice. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Nicely done. We all, uh, what? <laughs> some of the audience yelled some shit. That usually doesn't happen here. We usually get very polite audiences. So the two of you, Steve Agee and Ellen Pagey, uh, not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, today. Uh, you said it backstage, and I ran with it. Um, you met making a movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I met her in January. We, I can't say we worked on a film. That I worked for one day on a movie that her and Rain Wilson were doing called Super. And in that one day, you guys became fast friends, or did you already know each other? Um, Ellen, take this. I'll take this. Um, well, I was always a fan of Steve because <laughs> <laughs> she had no idea who I was. Of course, I knew who he was. I'd seen. I, I love uh, the Sarah Silverman program, and uh, so I knew who Steve was. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> right, right <laughs> into the mic, Ellen. These microphones are crazy. I've never done a podcast before, and Steve. <laughs> said he was taking me to Real Food Daily and all of a sudden we were here. Um, I told you I'd get her here. <laughs> Wait, so you totally tricked her into doing this? Yep. She never wanted to? Nope. No. <laughs> That's a joke. Not that she didn't want to. She just, I did, didn't want to give her an option of saying but no. I, but I double checked with you. Like, is she cool with coming out and yeah, yeah, she is, doing well, this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Steve and I met because we, uh, we bonded um, over, you know, laughter and um, <laughs> <laughs> we started talking about movie ideas and we were someone was saying that like we don't need butts and that's crazy and we were thinking of all the Rain Wil it was Rain Wilson yeah he was wondering why we have you know cracks asses. in our butts and, and um, dubbed so the shit can go out <laughs> without making you explode yeah yeah and without cracks in our butts how can we eventually make ourselves into a human centipede <laughs> So you guys are writing a whole screenplay about well, it, it's that notion? It's evolved. It's yeah, evolved. Right, then we started talking, or, or Ellen was like, would you just shut up with your butt theories? And we were like, we should write a movie called Butt Theories. <laughs> and we would email back and forth ideas, and then uh, when we actually got together to like, yeah, we should write something, we are like, not butt theories. Not butt though. theories? <laughs> no. You gotta, you, your, your first idea, throw that out. Yeah. Then the next idea, that's going to be genius. Yeah. yeah. It is genius. What kind of theories is it? <laughs> I, uh, is it I still theories? We, it's, no, nothing. Don't no say theory. anything it's if you yeah, don't yeah. want to say anything. Don't give anything away. What's Chris Nolan? This it's called Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen and I invented this amazing 3D technology. <laughs> and we were like, fuck, dude, we've got to make a movie for this technology. Well, they got a lot of. I don't know what to say to that, but I will say this: as many listeners know, Dark Knight is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So, since probably since January five or six or so of this year, when people ask me, Doug Benson, what are you looking forward to this year? My answer is always Inception, 
Yeah. I'm so excited about about this movie and excited that you're here and you're in it. Oh. I'm not going to ask you anything about it. <laughs> Why would you? Well, because first of all, she doesn't talk into the microphone. <laughs> and <laughs> so no one's going to hear it anyway. I'll, t- I'll take it out. No, yeah, but yeah, also, yeah, take, pick it up and also get, put a little heat on hers. <laughs> Yeah. Let's fire it up. That's what she said. Right? <laughs> Bam. So, no, but also, it's just, that's the kind of movie where I, when the trailers are on, I watch it like this. I, like, ru- run my hand in front of my face. I'm like, is oh. that Ellen Page? I can't tell. <laughs> because I am so excited about a, a movie from Christopher Nolan that, like, is from, you know, from wherever. I don't know if it's based on anything. Is it based on a book or, or no, anything? No, it's totally original, and uh, Chris is awesome, and I had an amazing Did he write time it? on it. He, he wrote it, yeah. Oh, man. It yeah, looks yeah. so the trailer. So it's the, the, the visuals in it are amazing, but it also f- is fortunately it's one of those trailers where you walk out, you know, after you've seen it, you're still not sure what it is you're going to see, yeah. and you wish you were seeing that instead of what's about to start. <laughs> but you which know, is how I felt when I saw Letters to Juliet. What? <laughs> she, <laughs> she was she was saying, you know, there's a scene in the trailer with the two guys fighting in the hallway, and it's like they're floating they're kind fly, of matrixy fly fighting, yeah. That's like not effects. They made a, a hallway that would rotate. Well, hey, hey, well, can you just? Sort I'm of. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellen. Ellen, you tell. You're ruining you were it for actually the children. There. No, no, I don't want you to. No, talk No, she about means that. like like the, I hate all the behind the scenes stuff on the DVDs. Like I don't want to know how Avatar was made. Like the fact that it was made at all is reason enough for me to not go. <laughs> <laughs> No, but so I'm, I'm very excited about Inception, and uh, a couple times I called it Conception because I couldn't remember <laughs> the name, so I apologize <laughs> for that in advance. But man, that was, like I saw today, I saw a commercial for it, and Michael Caine is like yelling at you or saying something to you in a Michael Caine sort of way. Do we? Uh, ha- that must have been amazing having Michael Caine. Yeah. It, it, like yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as well. Like you must have watched both of them when you were a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, it must I have remember been. when I was twelve and Titanic came out. It was insane. I think I got my first when that I think came I had out. my first hemorrhoids when <laughs> Titanic was out. Oh, because you had to sit there for so long. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> Old. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk about. Let's move on to uh, motion pictures of uh, that are currently playing that aren't Inception because it's not yep. out yet. Yes. Uh, have you been to the movies lately, Steve? I think the last the last two movies I saw were Date Night and Kick Ass. So you went to a drive-in? Not together. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last two movies in, I saw. One April. was Date you went Night. To a drive-in in April. One was Date Night, and then the other one. Because drive-ins don't care about genre mix-ups. Like uh, you get the great craziest I've combinations been, at the I've drive-in. I've never been to a drive-in movie. Oh, dude, you got to do it before there they, any they're dying. But around? there's still a couple around, right? And you got to do it because it's just insane. Like you just see the, you see essentially like uh, uh, whatever the studio is, Paramount, Columbia, Universal. You see their movie that opened that day paired with their most recent, like their last movie. Right, like right. they couple, but they don't. The genres never match up, so it's always just a weird combination of like a a J Lo movie and a, <laughs> and a uh, 
Another no, no, J Lo I, movie. I don't. <laughs> I've totally lost interest in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to a drive-in. Don't but worry. But you I'll saw take care Date Night and Kick-Ass, so those are good, right? Date Night was actually pretty funny, and uh, Kick-Ass I loved. Kick-Ass is, you know, Inception's got Kick-Ass to beat, as far as I'm concerned, for best movie of the year. Yeah. Because it's amazing. Uh, Ellen, have you, have you, have you been to the cinema? Um, yeah, the last movie I saw was The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Ooh. which I loved and thought was fantastic. And I read the book. I read the book a while ago. And, um, you know, it's a big book. And they lost a lot. But I didn't feel like what they lost, I lost. You thought it was a, a good adaptation. Sure. Of that long-ass book. Um, and, that, <laughs> and, I saw, and I saw Splice. And for that, I will give a no comment. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, you didn't have to bring it up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alluding to I'm not, like, yeah. you know, Something. forcing you to name everything. It's oh. not you're like you're on the witness stand or anything. <laughs> but, um, but going back to that last <laughs> one you were talking about before Splice, which one was it? The Girl, Girl with the, the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah. Dragon Tattoo. I was just reading about that today in, in Ooh. <laughs> Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. Weekly. I was oh. reading... That you know they're banding around your name for the American version as a p- potential to play that part. Is that something you'd want to do? Wow, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd that'd be amazing. I think you'd be good, right? Well, that's really you nice could, of you, you to say. You could have a dragon tattoo just like any other girl. Uh, <laughs> do you? Do you have a smaller tattoos? dragon than some girls? But uh, you know. Yeah, I have no tattoos and no piercings. Good for you. Let's Weird. start a society. Weird. <laughs> You don't have a, you have something, Steve? She's the girl without a dragon tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dragon oh, tattoo. I can't believe we just lost her the part. That's uh, <laughs> such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> On your resume, you should have tattoos under special skills. Just in case there's a th- three movie. I bet there are fucking people out there who have that on their resume. Like I've got tattoos. Tattoos. Yeah, I have a piercing. They might come in handy. Yeah. You know, you might need an extra with a dragon tattoo. But so, yes, yeah, so that's a three-movie thing. Uh, Fincher's doing the first one and uh, with Scott Rudin, and uh, I hope you get it. Oh, that's really nice of you to say. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I you hope know. you get I'm it, too, Ellen. Big <laughs> fan. Tony? Me, me too. Tony's yeah. in. <laughs> I got you. Wow. Uh, no, that'd be awesome. They were talking about Scarlett Johansson. She can't do it. She's got things, other things going on. <laughs> 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 you know that in the course of the trilogy at some point or maybe the first book you could tell me have you read all three books or just the first um, one I'm reading the second right now when does she get a boob job she the gets beginning b- of the second yeah yeah she yeah. has a boob job so Scarlett Johansson's out because <laughs> she's already there you know like what are they, what's she going to do have insanely huge boobs <laughs> sorry Scar Joe <laughs> I'm casting this fucker and I say it's you and Brad Pitt. Let's go. Yep. Let's do it. Um, Tony. I, I would do it. I, I mean, not. Oh, that you'd the play girl the part? part? I'd be in the movie. Well, the though. dude's not supposed to be handsome. He's supposed to be, like, awesome at getting. <laughs> awesome at getting girls, even though he's, he's a giant, weird, bespectacled, smelly looking. What? I'll see you at the audition then, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No, you won't. I'm not ugly enough to... No. You you misconstrue what I'm saying. I meant... No, I don't. (laughs) 
No, in the Swedish version, it's not a handsome guy. It's like a total Steve Agee type. <laughs> Keep digging the same hole over and over again. Hey, wait a minute. Don't go. Oh, yeah, we got to do that game yeah. in a little while. Uh, I came for the insults. I stayed for the Leonard Malton game. <laughs> I was going to ask Tony, what uh, have you been uh, to the cinema at all? I know you're busy touring with the band. And stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been off a lot lately, and uh, I've seen a lot of things. I think the last thing I saw was uh, I, I was in Virginia over the weekend. I went to the $2 theater and saw Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, I don't know about Did nice. you get your money back? <laughs> yeah. well, if I, if I two, want my $2! $2. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to, but I also set the bar like as low oh, as humanly one. possible. The new one. Yeah, they weren't. They don't. They're the old one's not still playing in theaters. <laughs> two dollars. Yeah. Eh. I'd pay to see part four for two dollars. <laughs> but yeah, it was like I didn't see it as, and I talk about movies that I haven't seen as if I have. I just thought. <laughs> My impression of it was that Jackie Earl Haley was an awesome choice, but then they miffed it by not making, not giving him a chance to be like recreated. He was just sort of doing what Robert Englund did. Yeah. But now it's it not Robert uh, Like I said, I set the bar low, so I wasn't disappointed. But uh, I'm not exactly raving about it either. No, you're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> and what? Uh, what's another one that you saw? Uh, well, I think uh, the my favorite thing that I've seen all year, and we've actually talked about this, is Best Worst Movie. Oh, yeah. Best Worst Movie. Uh, I've mentioned it on the podcast. That's where uh, they follow around some of the people involved in Troll 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, God. That's amazing. And Troll 2, is a, 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 unto itself, it's enjoyable. Yeah, but yeah. Best Worst Movie just says... You don't have to have seen Troll 2 to appreciate how bad Troll 2 is because you meet the dentist who plays the lead <laughs> or one of the leads in the movie and you follow him around. So you see clips from Troll 2 throughout Best Worst Movie. And uh, they did a really good job with that. Another documentary that's coming out this summer that I want to recommend is called Winnebago Man. Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard you yeah, yeah, and that's where the that dude from that, uh, whatever that was, like an infomercial or... Uh, uh, what do you call I it? Industrial it low, film. Yeah, it's yeah. like an industrial film for uh, these stupid Winnebagos. He like lost his shit and became like a YouTube sensation. And in Winnebago Man, they go try and find the dude. And find him. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the shittiest movie ever if they never... <laughs> don't tell me how to get him to the Greek ends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know that they get him there. Uh, actually, they actually do get him there. I saw it. <laughs> There's like a few moments there where you're like, oh, he's just going to OD or something, and it's going to have a downer social message at the end. But no, he got to the Greek. Has the, uh, and he sang one song, as everyone does when they're a rock star in a movie. You don't do a whole concert. You sing a song, no. and you go home. Has the director of uh, Best Worst Movie by any chance reached out to you? Because I know you've yeah, talked no, about it a few times. Yeah, that's how I first started talking about it, because they sent me a copy. I didn't know. Oh, have okay. To, uh, yeah, because I, I talked about it with a friend of mine through Twitter, and he saw us both talk about it, and then he actually contacted me. And apparently he's sending me something in the mail, and I have no idea what it's going to be. I don't know if they be excited or slightly frightened. It's going to be a Probably troll. Probably a finger. <laughs> it's Probably a somebody's finger. finger. <laughs> send you a finger. Hey, there's my finger. Yeah. <laughs> The same one I used to write that text and uh, tweet. <laughs> a tweeting finger. <laughs> Have any Motion City soundtrack songs been used in a soundtrack? 
as a, of yet? Uh, a lot, a lot of bombs. Really? What's like the worst movie that one of your songs that uh, you're playing drums on is in? Well, there's there's some choices. Uh, we uh, hotel for dogs. Whoa. Now, uh, see, I thought that was a, a pretty interesting movie because there's kind of a tw- you know Don Cheadle's in it. At the very end, if you stay through the end credits, there's a tease for Hotel Rwanda for dogs. <laughs> I love how there's somebody in the audience is laughing ahead of time. <laughs> I bet you this is gonna be going to be funny, so I'll go ahead and laugh. <laughs> I know where this is going. I'm psychic! <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, but you will, and it will be grand. <laughs> okay, what else? Uh, the Bad News Bears remake. Oh, also. really? So you've yeah. been around that long? Because that movie's like five <laughs> yeah. or six years ago. Yeah, our first record came out in uh, 03. We've okay. been around for a while. And uh, last year was my uh, sort of actual movie debut. We that <laughs> We have a poster with our picture on the wall in uh, Jennifer's Body. So nice. I'm technically in that movie in so a weird Jennifer way. So listens to you guys or has a uh, no her her boyfriend or whatever the what? guy was a dude with a picture of you on his wall. Yeah, he's That's wearing weird. our shirt in the movie as well. Oh wow, weird. yeah, he's super into you. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's like in uh, Lost Boys in in Corey Haim's room. He's got a picture of Rob Lowe. Yeah, pulling what the his fuck pulling is his that shirt about? up. Yeah, but it's on the back of his closet. But he leaves the door open all yeah. the time. Well, he's like, got to leave the, the door, door open so he can see it. <laughs> Rob. But his mom might come in and get ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. Is this why your underwear's so crunchy, Robo? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Stop eating my underwear, mom. <laughs> All right, be quiet, audience. It's time for Ellen to talk. (laughs) I love the Cisco commercials. (laughs) But what is what do they want me to buy? Like, what am I supposed to go out and do after seeing them? I have no idea. Really? Um, I think they have some products. Um, They're like one of the top. (laughs) They're like company. If I need to talk to people in another country. Or if yes. I need to yeah. survey the outside of my building. Yes. Those well, are the lessons I've learned from your spots. I'll give you an example of one of the, the products that I've experienced. They have this thing called telepresence, which is like you'll go to a place and in their office they'll have this thing called telepresence set up and you'll have a meeting with people somewhere else also in a telepresence room. And it is so real. It takes. It took me like 20 minutes into the meeting to like really come to the conclusion <laughs> that that was happening. Wow. They're, trying, they're trying to have a meeting. You're like, yeah. holy yeah. shit. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, Ellen, it's great. Um, I, so we're, we I, were thinking, holy shit. <laughs> so, Ellen, we're, we're, we want you to be, holy shit. It was like that a little Did bit. Did you have to wear gla- special glasses? No, no, you just sit there. Fuck that, right? 3D TVs, you have to wear, like, that looks horrible, right? <laughs> I want to give you a dumb compliment because I've seen those commercials a million times. I don't know. I watch the channels that show them the most or something. MSNBC shows them a lot. So 
But the one where you find where it looks like you're getting a ticket on your you're about to get a ticket on your car, the the move you make to leave and the way they <laughs> cut on it is fucking awesome. I, I said the same I thing. I enjoy to her. it every time. You goddamn <laughs> giant said, nerd. I said the same thing to her. I was like, Ellen, I really my favorite one is the one where, so you, where you see your car getting. There's like in. that yeah, that move, and I think I think that move is also in a crucial scene in Hard Candy. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was watching that today, and something happens, and you got to move all of a sudden, and yeah. you just have this like sudden I'm just, shift. I just, I'm awkward. I run weird. <laughs> no, I run weird. There's a movie, a Canadian movie I did called Will Be Wonderful, and I, uh, uh, and I, I run for the whole beginning of the movie, and I just look stupid. <laughs> so is that available? Check on that out. Uh, um, can we Netflix? Will Be Wonderful? Yeah, Will be yeah. Wonderful? It's a good movie. Sandra O's oh in it, and... Uh, God, she's stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny Sandra is Will Be Wonderful is an ensemble, and I don't know if anyone's seen Hard Candy, but Sandra O oh is literally in it for a scene, two scenes maybe. And so we've been in two movies together, but we've only done two scenes together because in the ensemble, our stories didn't overlap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. At the end of something, it's not going anywhere. It's just laugh crazy. like it was awesome. I know, guys. It's my But we were talking about that backstage. At the beginning of Hard Candy, you see Sandra Oh. They bill like five actors, even though it's essentially a two-actor movie, but they give billing to three other people. So the whole movie, I'm waiting for other people to show up. And one of them, Sandra Oh. So it's like, when's she going to show up? When she finally does, it's like, oh. <laughs> Because you forgot that she's going to show up, and then she does, and it's like, you just want her out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just there to meddle and mess things up. Yeah. Be all curious. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so that, mu- that must be like a, a byproduct of acting in Canada, though. Is, is you're gonna ha- you're gonna you're have gonna to run something into Sandra with Sandra Oh? oh. Yeah. She like owned Canada for a while. Like you yeah. must have been like grateful that she got Grey's well, Anatomy. It's like a different actor. Yeah, it's very uh, everybody knows everyone in Canada in like the in the film world, not in the whole country, guys. And um, <laughs> and uh, so it's like it'll be Sandra O's and everything, and then Sarah Polly is, and then Molly Parker, who's on was on Deadwood, and mm-hmm. she's awesome. So she's yeah. in everything now. She's in everything. Oh no, she was in everything, and then she went. Who's the new in everything person? Oh, I, I don't know. I've been I've dropped out of the Canadian film yeah, scene. You got out of there. Oh. You're the first Academy Award nominee I've had on this podcast. Oh wow. Yeah. Also the first uh, person affiliated with Hotel for Dogs. What? First person affiliated with Hotel for Dogs also, probably. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of firsts tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably seen the dick and balls of of Steve Agee more than any other guest. (laughs) But that's just because I click on it when he sends me links. Yes. When and am I, I going to learn? I really do that. Every time it's going to be his dick and balls. I'll send an email of my balls to people with like a subject line of, oh my God, you guys, we got to go to this this weekend. And then like everyone clicks on it and like all the replies are like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I won't. Now I'm going to miss out on some great parties because I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to click on it. I'm miss out on some awesome events. <laughs> Uh, let's play the Leonard Malton game, you guys. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right, so let's, uh, first of all, let me pick some contestants for everybody to play for. Uh, we got Amanda in the uh, catbird seat here. Uh, so, Steve, you're going to be playing for Amanda. 
All right. Try to remember that. She's got a nice name tag on like she's at a convention. Todd is holding up his name tag <laughs> like he's in a credit card commercial. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't leave the house without Todd. Uh, Todd, uh, Ellen will be playing for Todd. And, uh, and then we have Steve over here. He's <laughs> got a hat. For the listeners at home, I am not sitting in two <laughs> separate places. Oh, yeah, could you change your name just for today? Because we already have a Steve. No, so, oh. Apparently, the my dick has something to add to that earlier anecdote. The microphone fell in his lap. Here, let me get a picture of that, because people, people will want to see what that looked like. Uh, make sure we document it. Hang on just a second, hey? <laughs> Come on, you stupid iPhone. Oh, here we go. <laughs> nice handwork. All right, I'll, I'll send that out later so people can be confused by it. Um, so, Tony, Steve, you're playing for Steve. Ellen's playing for Todd. I'm playing for Amanda. Yeah, all right. As long as everybody remembers that, we should be good. <laughs> we got some amazing, uh, an amazing prize package, and of course, the two people who come do lose tonight. There are no losers because they get to decide who I'm going to call a shithead <laughs> at the end of the show. So please think of who you want me to call a shithead, even if you think your person you're paired up with is going to win. <laughs> because whenever I go, who do you want me to call a shithead? People go, um, <laughs> like they want some time to think about it, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony is a list, avid listener to the podcast, so he knows how to play the Leonard Mullen game. And uh, Steve, of course, has been on the program before, I've so he might know failed how to play. at it many times. So I know how to play. And this is Ellen's first time, so let's start with her. <laughs> let's start with you, Ellen, and uh, you get to pick a category. Uh, today's Meryl Streep's birthday, so I named a category after her: Meryl Streep movies. Also, I'm going to be at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee, July 9th through the 11th. (laughs) So another category is Tennessee movies. (laughs) Movies that take place in Tennessee. And then the third category you have to choose from is called In Theaters Now, where we play, yeah, right? (laughs) Why do old movies? Why not something that's out right now? So uh, Uh, what do you think? Uh, You want to go Meryl Streep or Tennessee uh, or In Theaters Now? Man. Pick one. Oh, uh, what is people Whichever want? Whichever one you want. Whatever you want. You, you. Which one do you think you'll be better at? Oh, God. Neither. Uh. There's three. <laughs> <laughs> Some nerd in the audience is what? There's three. Not n- You can't say neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't cut wait, that guy's balls off. Don't cut his balls off. Okay, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Here we go. <laughs> She's good, right? I've heard. Yeah. Ellen, whoa, 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 Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Ellen totally wants to fight this guy now. <laughs> um, okay, so you get to pick a year now, so that'll help narrow it down. It's a Meryl Streep movie from either 86, 95, or 2006. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, 2005, was that what you Six, said? 2006. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> It's a great way to win at this game is just tell the other person to name that movie. That's, that's all you got to do to win. Um, 
Leonard gives this movie three stars. It's from 2006. He calls it a slick adaptation of a best-selling Roman a <laughs> Yeah, right? Steve's got that right. Ugh. And there are ten names to, to hear from the cast, reading from the bottom up. So how many names do you think you would need to hear? Like a good opening bet would be ten names. Good way to start. Two? Two names? <laughs> yeah. It's the bottom two. <laughs> it's two people with really small parts. Okay, I'll do, I'll do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she is bold. <laughs> oh my okay, God. so now goes to Tony. Tony, you can either bid one name or zero names, or you can say to Ellen Page, name that movie. Um, I think I know what it is. So I'm going to say zero, and I have not seen it, but okay, I think I know so what it is. Okay, so Tony says zero names. Now, Steve Agee, you can, go, you can go negative names. You could say, not only can I name the movie, I, I can, can also name, name other this people many people that are in the movie. No, or I could name the movie and just name someone from the list also. Because I'm... I, <laughs> name someone you know that's I, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you have to say how many names you can name. Yeah. The well, bidding, no, the bidding I'll, goes I'll just, from there. Yeah, but I'll just have You'll just say Tony. name that movie? Yeah, name that With movie. With zero names, you're going to let him get it? Because you have no idea? No, I. what the fuck? I, of course I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have no idea. It's from 2006, and it's Meryl Streep. I was in the Roman hospital. I was in the hospital all of 2006. Never saw one movie. <laughs> Especially a Roman A-cliff. <laughs> All right, so uh, Tony Thaxton, name that movie <laughs> in zero names. Is it uh, The Devil Wears Prada? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Hmm. That's literally that's like weird. one of like three Meryl Streep movies I could even think of, and yeah. you happened to get Well, there you show. go. You stumbled into it, and I'm very proud of you. And now I'm going to edit it from my phone because I, I, I sometimes I play the same movies over and over again because I forget to remove them from the running. All right. Let's go back to you, Ellen, to pick a category again. Would you like to, would you like to guess? Uh, these are Joan Rivers' favorite movies. Naughty. On RottenTomatoes.com, Joan Rivers listed her five favorite movies. Wow. And these are three of them. That's amazing. Uh, movies that take place in Los Angeles or movies that are sequels, number twos, I call them. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Here we go. This is one of her favorite movies. You get to pick the year. Uh, they're all kind of old. <laughs> her favorite movies are from 56, <laughs> 77, two, 77, two 77, and uh, 78. So 1956, 1977, or 1978? Which year? 56. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, Leonard Maltin gives it three stars. That's probably about right. It's from 56. He says it's stagey, but spellbinding. <laughs> stagey? What the fuck did he expect from 1956? <laughs> There's not enough steady cams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 1956, stagey but spellbinding, and there are. Somebody's getting a call. <laughs> somebody's getting the answer. Six names. How many names do you think you can get it in, Ellen Page? Uh, I'll try for five. 
Five names. Tony. Name it. Name it. I'm sorry. Here we go. I don't get the option to go last. You don't get shit. I, I would have <laughs> w- said name it, too. Okay, you're on the record. <laughs> Five names, you might get it. That'd be so cool if I could do this, guys. <laughs> William Hopper was in this movie? Oh, of course. <laughs> Evelyn Varden? The great Evelyn Varden. It's, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Eileen Heckart? She's actually a known lady. Yeah, I know her. Henry Jones, he was always the guy who'd come in and be like, I'm going to fix the fence. (laughs) (laughs) And if you were an older person, this would give it away, but I don't think you are old enough. Patty McCormick is the uh, (laughs) number two billed person in this movie from 1956 that Leonard gave three stars and called Stagey but Spellbinding. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Remade um, for TV in 1985. Was it still stagey in 85? <laughs> I bet they s- really put the pepper in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, uh, put the pepper in it. I was negative two in 1985. Oh, shit. Um... I she don't even have a guess, probably. No, but I could just think of a movie um, that oh, might have idea. been made in the 50s. Yeah, okay. Um, that Joan Rivers would like. Uh, uh, keep on shining. A movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you made up a movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you'd really pull one out that Joan Rivers might like, like you knew of a movie about suicide or... <laughs> what? I'm sorry I've ruined your game. No, basically. you haven't. Oh, it's, okay. That was very exciting, and I, I bet you no one here knows that this is a tough one. Hey, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You'll start yelling it out. The lead actress was Nancy Kelly, but Patty McCormick was uh, the young girl who played uh, the bad seed, and that's oh. the name of the movie. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it's it's an interesting movie. It's uh, it's you know it's about this little girl who kind of murders people and gets away with it for a while because she's just a little girl. And um, but at the very end of the movie, uh, the credits over the end titles, the entire cast comes out and takes a bow, like almost like this didn't really happen. Don't worry, Whoa. we're all taking a bow. And then the mother character takes the bad seed and puts her over her knee and gives her a spanking. That's amazing. It's fucking adorable. But it's a it's kind of a cool movie. I guess they remade it with uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, several years later. Many years later. But uh, so Tony wins our game with uh, two points, right? Yeah. I'm sorry I put you on the spot. Nothing personal. He knocked it down. He got one and zero, which means he'll probably come back for a future Leonard Maltin Tournament of Champions. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, let's see. So the winner is Steve. Not the one sitting next to me. Never the one man, sitting next to me. This is really cool. You got some good stuff. You got, uh, for me, you get, uh, this is hot off the presses, a Doug Benson's Pot the Vote <laughs> Tour t-shirt. Pot the Vote. I'm going on the Pot the Vote Tour. And here, I'll give it to you all at once. Going on the Pot the Vote Tour this summer in uh, California, starting with uh, July 20th at the Punchline in Sacramento. And then uh, Steve brought a copy of a Sarah Silverman program script that he signed. And it's one written by Harris Whittles, so it's not a good one. 
but uh, <laughs> he's a friend of the show, I could say that. And uh, Ellen wrote the word poop on there for you. Yeah. And then we also have a copy of the motion picture Ellen starred in called Whip It, where she played a uh, roller derby uh, phenom. That's the right word for it. You were a phenom in that movie. And uh, she wrote poop on that. And, no, she signed her name on that. And a copy of My Dinosaur Life by Motion City Soundtrack. You win all that stuff, dude. For coming and sitting close to the stage. Thank you. Thanks for your help with that. And um, now let's go down the line. Do you have anything that you want to plug coming up uh, while I find I'm out who still, they want to call shit? I'm still in, in editing for the sequel to Avatar. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I have uh, maybe season three of Sarah Silverman program will come out eventually. That will be the last season to come out. Oh, it's all wow. right. It's all right. You, but you presented it in a really fun way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be the last season ever. Uh, okay. And uh, Ellen, what? When does uh, Inception come out? July. Uh, July sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah, and then. And, you, and you're gonna do like. Uh, do you have to go around and do a bunch of talk shows around the time it comes uh, out? Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I think I do a junket here. Th- late this week and then we do like a Europe thing and then comes out here and nice do some do some talking I'm really um, excited about it I think it's going to be pretty cool so I hope people enjoy it yeah nice and uh, Super when's, when's the movie you guys did called Super when's that coming out next know. year sometime they're showing some stuff they're showing some stuff at uh, Comic Con yeah, look who didn't month. talk into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> after giving someone else a hard time about it Do you have something? Do you have another thing? People love that bit that he just did off microphone. That it's like the live audience loves anything that the listener is going to be like, "What the fuck is happening?" The live super, audience super will probably be the end of the year, right? All right. January, maybe. Fair enough. You, but you have something else in the can between now and then? Um, no, I, I uh, narrated a documentary called "Vanishing of the Bees." Yeah, so that's about how bees are disappearing. How many are left? B. Arthur was the most recent. <laughs> it's, people named B are dying in an alarming no, rate. it's the bumblebees, yes. which is actually yes, very serious. It's, it's yes. It's uh, Seinfeld was busy, so Ellen did the... Uh, <laughs> he did that dumb B movie. All right. Uh, and Tony, what do you got uh, coming up? You're on tour with the band? Yeah, uh, Friday I start uh, the Warp Tour. I'm on that for about a month. Nice. And, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so go see Motion City Soundtrack on the o- on the uh, Warp Tour, and then track Tony down after the show and be like, "I listen, I love movies," and he'll be like, "It's called Doug loves movies now," because <laughs> he's a stickler like that. I'm gonna be, as I mentioned, I'm gonna be at Zany's in Nashville, July 9th through 11. I'm gonna do the Benson Interruption at Largo, July uh, 12th at Largo in LA. And the Pot the Vote Tour starts at the Sacramento Punchline on July 20th. Thank you to Tony Thaxton, Ellen Page, and Steve Agee. And as always, Rory McMahon is a shithead, whoever that is. And Sherry Shepard's a shithead. I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs>